0: Right, let me go ahead and get this turned down what's going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned in to episode 168 of do rags and boat shoes um hopefully you guys enjoyed last week's episode um yeah so shout out to everybody who's been sharing that episode and been uh hitting me up about feedback and stuff like that and i see a few of y'all just catching up on the many doses of the podcast and i'm gonna try to keep dropping those uh when i can when i can um but uh as far as me what the hell's been going on a lot been going on so um we just had our um 20 week um checkup my wife did um for the baby and we just found out that we are having a baby girl so we do have some names picked out and um yeah i'm very i'm very excited um It'll be the first uh, girl on her side of the family um, since her, and then uh, it'll be the second on my side for uh, for my mama now on their side on my mama side. So it'll be the second granddaughter for my mama and then you know the first granddaughter for my wife's people so it's pretty exciting pretty excited so i'm very excited about that so we're gonna head down to um ikea this weekend and start picking out some baby furniture and things of that sorts because we did have kind of like a little neutral thing theme kind of going for right now uh in the baby's room and the little girl room and then uh but now since we know the sex you know we can go ahead and start getting some 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 little cute frilly things uh for her room and i'm i'm excited y'all i'm really excited um due date is in the last week of march so around the 28th but they might induce my lady earlier um so i am i'm ready i'm excited and you know what's even better my job has uh, extended paternity leave and maternity leave from four weeks to six weeks starting in january so i'm gonna get an extra two weeks of pay so extra two weeks off paid so that'll be nice to uh bond with my little mama that'll be uh dope as fuck i can't wait for that and um yeah i'm excited so yeah so i have you know six weeks off and you know i can bond with my baby and you know and cry like a baby when it's time for me to go back to work so i'm excited about that i'm excited about this new adventure uh with my wife and uh you know just creating a family and we already had our little family you know with my little stinking mouth dog boo uh old lady boo so boo we call her a grand sister so she's gonna be a grand sister because she's so old so she's a grand sister <laughs> um so yeah so i'm excited um my wife's very excited I know her mama's very excited you know to uh, welcome uh, the first girl on that side you know since my wife and so yeah and then this weekend uh is my birthday coming up and uh man i'm on that whew, i'm on that downslide, hitting heading right towards 40 you know what i'm saying so i'll be 36 on sunday and so um yeah it's crazy just thinking about it because if you think about us 80s babies we're about to head into 2020 You know what I'm saying? So we survived, what is that, five decades? Like, Granted, we make it to 2020. Um, So yeah, so you look like you born in the 80s, you know, grew up in the 90s. You know, you start graduating high school in the 2000s. And so that's three decades right there. And you got the 2010s, you know, where you're working and establishing yourself and shit like that. And now we're heading into 2020. That's five decades and we ain't even in our 40s yet you know 50s you know that's crazy to see you know five different decades 80s 90s 2000s the 10s teens whatever you want to call it and heading into 20s that is wild to me I And mean, we ain't even 40 you've seen five different decades that's that's amazing to me that's that's amazing to experience life in you know five different decades that's just wild to me fascinating stuff fascinating stuff um so yeah so that's so that's when you get old you know that's how you celebrate we'll take a weekend trip down to you know merriman kansas city um uh, kansas i mean and go to ikea and you know get a bunch of uh, we got some stuff picked out for the baby girl for baby girl and um yeah so that's how pretty much i got the weekend off because you know my job is pretty dope your uh birthday is a paid holiday so you can either take that day off you know and get paid you know for the day or you know you can work that day and get double pay but i'm just like my time is more precious you know what i'm saying so it'd be nice to have a weekend off since my birthday's on a sunday have a full weekend off so i'm looking forward to that and uh yeah that's what happens when you get old when you get older you start just like you know what i really need to get some check some things off my to-do list that's what i'm gonna do for my birthday (laughs) you know uh so it's already starting putting baby girl first so Yeah, so I'll probably, you know, get the crib. We'll probably head down there Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, you know, I'll probably, you know, spend all all day putting together that, you know, that IKEA furniture. You know, it has a million little small pieces, you know, and the instructions is just pictures. But I learn best by looking at pictures. So, you know, I'll probably put together, you know, the crib and changing table, you know, for my birthday and things like that. So, yeah, it is what it is. So I'm excited about making it this far. Um... You know, making it to thirty-six, you know, Lord willing I make it to thirty-six. I hope I make it, you know, I feel good, feel fresh, and you know, my soul is rested. So yeah. You know, I feel like uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good thirty-six. You know, it'll be a good end of the thirty-six chambers of uh double. You know what I'm saying? But let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer damn jam screen. It looks like uh the Disney Plus app just dropped. And I love to see people so damn happy online. You know, it's, it's nice to see good news floating around the timeline, you know, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You know, folks just having a blast looking at, you know, all these old Disney movies and shows and things of that sorts. And um, yeah, it's dope. It's dope to see it. Uh, but uh, also, you always have anytime something popular comes out. You have those people to be contrary just to be contrary right you you know just to be the the outlier just to be the outsider whatever you want to call it you know and i seen some people talking greasy about the 6.99 price tag now that ain't a bad price you know seven bucks a month and i hope these people were trolling but Looking at some of their other posts, you know, they had some slick shit to talk about the Popeye's chicken and, you know, Jordans and shit like that. I just, I, I don't understand trying to shit on people who enjoy things, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, you're just a, a, a hater right there, you know what I'm saying? If it's good, innocent fun, you know what I'm saying? Just like this Disney app. But people were talking about, you know, uh, you know, you need to be saving that money to pay a bill or something. I'm just like okay we saving seven dollars a month now like seven dollars a month what's seven times 12 what is that 84 84 dollars what what you doing with 84 dollars at the end of the year like what, what bill are you paying that's what i'm trying to figure out like if you in an apartment or something okay you can pay your light bill with that at the end of the year december's light bill or january's light bill you know for the next year but you know and then somebody was talking then a couple people was talking about land and shit like that but i think they were trolling i hope they were because i know there were some people who had some funny ass accounts who were talking about that uh you know hoping that you could um hope you saving that money to buy some land but then there were some people who who really get serious about that shit you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, or like they'll say, uh, you know, keep that same energy when it's time to vote. And the nigga don't even be registered to vote. He like, when's the last time you vote? Oh, man, I ain't vote since I turned 18. Like, nigga, you 48 right now. Like, why are you posting this meme? It's just important because like, no, I don't need you niggas playing. You know what I'm saying? But um, what I am pissed about is that there are so many streaming apps out now now i got rid of cable at the end of the summer we got rid of cable at the start of the school year uh because you know my wife is at work you know i'm i'm at work you know ain't nobody home really like that to be watching tv like that so it's like i shaved off like a 100 bucks off my bill it used to be like 230 bucks for you know my cable that had a dvr and then my internet service and my security system is through the same company so it's all bundled together and so um and i got a story about my security system I, I'm, I'm gonna tell that i told it on twitter but i tell y'all too real quick uh, after this but and so like i said i'm saving the 100 bucks so right now my bill is like 124 127 dollars with I don't know. It's $127 a month. And it's nice saving that extra hundred bucks. So you're saving twelve hundred dollars a year. So that's that's when you're really saving some money. Not fucking seven dollars a year, but seven dollars a month. But anyways, so we but we have all these fucking streaming services. We got Netflix, we got Hulu, we got stars because of power. I need to cancel that. My wife got showtime because she was watching some kind of documentary um we got prime video but you know we got amazon prime because we order a lot of shit um cbs all access and let me let me see what else do we have we had hbo now so that was like seven of them and then you look at the price points and shit like that you know that's like 70 80 bucks right there almost that we're paying and i'm just like they really just replaced cable with the internet you know what i'm saying like the internet's the new cable so all this a la carte shit then somebody was adding up the all the streaming services uh the you know the current ones whatever like the hbo max or whatever that's about to come out and some more shit and it totaled to like 90 bucks it was just like well shit i might as well go back to cable have a dvr for that and uh what's crazy is my cable company they they always send me a promotion that i can have you know like a premium channel with uh the contour box or whatever where you're talking to the microphone i mean talking to the remote for a, um for a goddamn uh for a goddamn channel like it has a mic in the uh in the remote control or whatever the remote control and so i'm like that's like 55 bucks a month i could add it on to back bundle it up for the year and i'm like that's pretty tempting you know because once you have those those so-called channels like the cbs all access like if you got cbs in your thing You can kind of finesse that and have CBS all access I know for like the first month they'll let you do it for free or whatever if you get CBS through a cable company or whatever it used to be like that that's how I watched the uh, Twilight series uh, with uh, Jordan Peele but so now I'm just like who like who like I know there's people out here probably paying like 90 some bucks and it was fucking them up is it coming out at different times because that's what be fucking me up I be looking at our account and I'm like where the fuck was just like 20 bucks more in the account now it's just like I was like, oh netflix just came out and then it's like oh where'd the fucking 13 come from and then it's like oh hulu just came out you just like Man, what the fuck so it's just like i don't know it's frustrating and then i feel like what's going to happen is they're going to start like bundling these it's like oh get netflix and disney plus and blah 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 for only but i think hulu and disney plus are like bundled together for like 20 bucks a month or something like that which is i don't know man it's it's one of them things where it's just like you're just giving me old soup reheated in a new package you know what i'm saying that's all that it is it's just like but it's a la carte and you can blah 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 and you know what's fucking boring like when i'm just cleaning like on tuesday or uh working on the show like doing my show notes and stuff i just like having some background noise sometimes so now that we ain't got cable like usually excuse me normally i would just put it on like espn or like the nba um tv channel when they had them classic games playing and i just have that as background noise. But now since we just got, you know, streaming apps and shit, it's like, well, what do I play? Cause you actually feel like you have to pay attention to something, because you actually then click through and selected something instead of just turning on your TV and just having that background noise so your house ain't as quiet. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I don't that's what I don't like. But I think I'm probably gonna since I'm getting old, I'm gonna go back to cable um because i'd be at my people's house and shit like that and they just be you know sitting up watching espn and stuff like that and then you got to think about like college football on saturdays and shit like that i've been trying to like catch games it's just like oh i gotta watch it on my fucking phone or something like that you know what i'm saying and then you know or you catch it on like the acc network or some shit like that and then it's like cuz i got that tv plus shit cuz i got a samsung tv so it works as like internet tv but it takes forever for the picture to come in clear because it's still like buffering and shit it's so annoying but i think i'm gonna go back to cable but it's just these companies just be thinking they slick it's just like oh you're gonna get all of this you're like oh how much is it it's only this but then you add it up all together you're like oh this is pretty much like paying for cable you know what i'm saying it's one of those things and plus and i'm missing real housewives of atlanta that's what's kind of hurting right now and it's like oh it'll be up on hulu but then you gotta wait until the full season is shown on bravo and then you can watch it you know after that second reunion show or whatever it'll be like two three weeks after that then you can watch it but it's like man i like live tweeting with the people on twitter you know what i'm saying the other row of fans but you know it is what it is let me stop rambling So let's see what else is on that good old summer damn jam screen. And let me pull up some tweets real quick while I do that. So it looks like um, your man Colin Kaepernick is about to get his chance to work out for pretty much every single NFL team. Um, So it looks like uh, this Saturday he's going to uh, get a workout. Um, on saturday at the atlanta hawks workout facility uh the atlanta falcons i'm sorry not the hawks that's the basketball team that shows you how long i've been fucking dealing with uh the nfl i ain't watched a game and god knows when but um adam schefter is uh you know the nfl insider and uh he's talking about uh, you know he's he's pretty much talking about this whole Colin kaepernick thing and just talking to different personnel and um it was is actually said that jay-z you know has some say so in this workout happening um uh, since he's part of the partnership with uh with rock nation and the social justice program or something with the nfl and i know goddamn this is chess not checkers twitter is like oh fuck yeah i told y'all niggas i told y'all niggas hoes wouldn't sell it out <laughs> you know what i'm saying, but. It is what it is. Um, here's the fucked up thing about it, you know. Um, so you you know that this was all, you know, not all Jay Z, but you know some of his influence on there. And uh, because it, the I guess uh, sources are saying it wasn't part of uh, port part of uh, Colin Kaepernick's um, you know settlement to work out for an NFL team. Uh, that's what a lot of sources are saying. And what's fucked up? What's the trick is. Is that it's happening on a Saturday. And Saturday is like the one of the biggest days for NFL organizations. Like NFL teams because they're getting ready for Sunday. The NFL owns a day of the week. They own Sunday. You know it's just football all fucking day. You know from like 11am to like you know 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night. Depending on where it is. You know what uh, Sunday night football is playing. And so... Um, so I think they just fucking with him. And it's just one of those things to see how hard he's been working out because like he's been game day ready, you know, since 2016, since his last game, he's been working out um, crazy. And so Adam Schefter was tweeting. He said after initially agreeing to uh, provide the list of personnel, executives and coaches that would attend Colin Kaepernick's workout, the NFL reser- reversed the course and said it will not Per sources, several executives with teams have reached out as a courtesy to Colin Kaepernick's reps, saying they couldn't attend Saturday's workout and were confused by the purpose of the NFL scheduling this workout. So this is just all its all um, is it's nothing tangible, really. It's just one of those. Um, it's, it's a mockery. That's what I feel. And I feel so bad for Colin because I know he tweeted about how excited he is um for this and it's just like damn because i mean earlier yesterday adam Schefter was tweeting he said as cali captain nick tweeted um the nfl didn't inform his reps of saturday's workout in atlanta until this morning so they didn't let him know until tuesday morning um caps reps asked for workout to be on tuesday the day most of the day of most nfl workouts but the nfl said it had to be this saturday he asked for a later saturday nfl said no Um, so that's crazy um and you know colin you know he tweeted out a couple days ago or uh, yesterday he said i'm just getting word from my reps that the nfl league office reached out to them about a workout in atlanta on saturday i've been in shape and ready for this for three years can't wait to see the head coaches and gm on saturday um man that's crazy that's just, I don't know, I, I just feel like they just running game, you know what I'm saying, to be like, see, and then once this happens, ain't nobody going to pick him up, and then it'll just turn into, well, he didn't look he didn't look NFL ready. He didn't look like he could play a game and blah, 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 and you got all these bum-ass quarterbacks, you know, who they're, who've they're been sitting on the goddamn couch for like, you know, a year and a half, two years, ain't even been working out, and they calling him up to, you know, uh you know get a start or get a spot on the bench you know to be a backup so this is it's tough it's tough to see because I just feel like he's about to be let down but hopefully that brother stays optimistic and you know if he doesn't get on the team I mean it might be time for him to move on and just you know do something else I don't know what else he could do maybe he can become an NFL commentator you know get a job at ESPN Fox Sports or something like that NFL Network Um, that would be dope to uh just kind of hear his analysis and um you know just start getting that broadcasting money. But um, Hove, I guess you've been redeemed by uh Chestnut Checkers Twitter. Alright? So uh holla these people. Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke wax. I smoke wax. Alright, thank you so much, Tyrone biggums for that lovely intro of selling hope like damn dope. Uh this is gonna be a quick one. Um I'm tired of y'all in these old ass articles. I'm tired of y'all posting these fake articles on social media, then letting it bake until the deception is served up. You know what I'm saying? I've seen so many people post these fake articles about different vaccines, um, about what's in the food, um, about what's in the water, about toothpaste. I don't know if that says something about me for still being friends with these mofos or what, but it's very deceptive to not even read the article. So many of y'all will go ahead and uh, just read the caption or the title of the article and then just immediately post it to Facebook, Twitter or whatever, or Instagram, you know, like a screenshot of the title and a picture You're like, oh, this is crazy. And then you actually start reading through it and you like um this is a onion article. You know what I'm saying? Or and then people when you call them out on it they like, "Oh, no, but still it got some valid points. Like it is literally a satirical article meant for entertainment, but it brings up some valid points." And you like, "Yo, you are a fucking idiot." Now as we get further and further down and deeper into the technological wormhole or whatever you want to call it or technological wave as we ride it higher and higher we're going to start seeing more deep fake videos and that's what i'm really worried about people are going to start posting fake you know videos of politicians saying this that and the third blah 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 yakety smackety um and start posting it like it's truth you know we already seen a couple of deep fake videos so what that is is basically they will have a sound alike so they'll basically they can piece together words in a fluid way or they'll have a sound alike saying something so they could have like a uh, the cheeto in chief trump you know sitting there and then he could be like spewing out some uh some crazy uh you know direct racist rhetoric but like real direct like dropping an n-bomb or something like that because somebody sounds just like him then all of a sudden you know you got this whole you know fly through like wildfire and be posted all over social media next thing you know people loading up and you know ready to air out anybody with a MAGA hat on you know what i'm saying so this is what that's what scares me is how many of y'all really don't read the articles let me give y'all a tip just open the article look at the date and just read that first paragraph read that first paragraph that's all i'm asking you to do read them first four to six sentences that's all i'm asking you to do y'all have to stop just posting and then making some goofy ass comment like a lot of y'all was posting There was an article from uh, a couple weeks back about a Kanye West interview, the one he did with Big Boy, and it was talking about how um, black folks ain't got a culture. And he was saying it in a way. He wasn't saying that we don't have culture. He was saying that we don't own the culture. There's too many people making money off of our culture. That's what he was saying. But some of y'all was like, is this your king? Is this the one you're following? (laughs) is this your gospel leader you know so it's just like you didn't watch the fucking video you didn't even read the article you just saw kanye west says black society doesn't have culture and it was just a misleading headline and it was shared hundreds of times because i seen a few of y'all on my facebook sharing that and so i shared it i'm like nobody read the article he's basically saying that nobody that black folks don't own their culture too many people outside of black culture is making money off our culture nobody i think uh the homie brandon was the only one who commented on it everybody else was just like and i think a lot of y'all do that because y'all be bored at work i know a lot of y'all have like desk jobs and y'all can be on social media And so your IMs, your instant messenger, don't be popping at work because you don't really fuck with too many people at work. So you like let me get on Facebook, throw a stone, hide my hand and argue in the comments if I have time to do it. And, you know, that's very dangerous. Passing time like that, just posting up a fake article or making a controversial uh, status just to get some attention. You know what I'm saying? You'll see like a dusty nigga post some shit like uh these black bitches is losing these white holes is on them they thick as fucking take care of niggas you know what i'm saying it's just a dusty nigga just want a reaction out of somebody you know what i'm saying he just want a reaction because he's sitting at the call center board and he found the workaround through the intranet to get on the internet you know what i'm saying or he got his phone right next to him and he's bumming the wi-fi you know what i'm saying because his phone been off for two months but he just got the job you know what i'm saying so he's bumming the company's wi-fi just talking greasy and he likes hearing his phone ding because you know it lets off a you know like oh it's a treat oh i'm getting a treat you know what i'm saying every time that notification comes through i see a lot of y'all doing that and that's very it lets me know that you ain't getting enough attention outside of work or you ain't really got nobody that's giving you attention so you just out here just any kind of attention is good attention even if it's like negative as fuck like you arguing you'll post some dusty ass status and it's like a hundred and like 17 comments in there because you arguing with everybody you know what I'm saying it's just it's just a very dangerous game we're playing and to be and it's like knowledge is power but misinformation rules the nation if that makes sense you know what I'm saying if you misinform a group of people You know what i'm saying you can control them if you just keep on hitting them with that purpose confusion and they don't know which way to go you know ultimately you can lead that people and y'all just helping with that bullshit. so please stop and like i said stop sharing old ass articles you know one of these days i i I just suspect a motherfucker's gonna be like man y'all need to stay clear of west rose it's a it's a mass shooting there they're shooting up von mar right now and that and you sharing an article from fucking 12 years ago 13 years ago that shooting happened in 2007 i just see so many of y'all posting just old ass articles it'd be articles from fucking 2013 it'll be about something i don't know some some not not even celebrity but it'll be something like an unjust killing or something where the trial and already didn't happen the the family already got paid off and you like man this is wild this is crazy right here and it's like you didn't even look at it you didn't even read the article you didn't look at the small little date right there it's not even an old article that has updated terms you know or updated um um, addendum in there, you know, some new information in there, and you just sharing it. And you just, it, it is so toxic and it just gets on my damn nerves. Y'all have to stop being so deceptive, so intentionally deceptive. And it just shows how ignorant you are when you're sharing old ass articles and fake articles then somebody call you out on it and you just like but it's, it, 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 it it has some relevance relevancy in it it has some relevancy in it and it's just like i just want to slap you and put a dunce cap on you and sit you in the corner you know what i'm saying some of y'all don't deserve the internet this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding this l we have to give it to uh the young man kodak black uh this nigga just don't learn he just don't learn uh he is now got hit with uh what 46 months for the uh the gun charges or whatever and i guess pretty much for um you know, checking the boxes off wrong when he was filling out the forms, uh, when he was trying to purchase some uh, some pistols and a mini Draco um, from a gun shop down there in Florida. But, you know, this nigga, he just don't learn. You know, back in... Um 25th some niggas like jail and i I grew up with some niggas like that some niggas really like that three hots and three hots in the cot because they ain't really got shit and they like that direction and that um that discipline you know always being told exactly what to do because if they out here in the free world they just like the bullshit you know what i'm saying they just like the bullshit and don't do nothing all day so you know i grew up with a few of them niggas who like jail and they probably and a few not probably but i know a couple of them are still in prison you know just for doing dumb shit you know what i'm saying so some niggas like that shit but that's because they they don't have anything and they needed some discipline you know what i'm saying you know three hots in a cot somebody telling them what to do them being so-called productive in the joint but kodak i mean he had a budding rap career but this nigga just don't learn back in was it 2015 he was arrested for robbery and kidnapping down there in florida but then he was released on bond and then um he was charged with possession of marijuana back in the christmas of 2015 he had about 20 grams on him and then uh in 2016 he was charged uh with possession of ammo and a weapon or weapon um because he was a convicted felon And uh, so police claim that they seen Kodak, you know, toss a gun in a dumpster. And then they uh, basically recovered the Glock 23. um, And he was held on $5,000 bond. And then he was released like six months later. That's when he went to jail for a minute, I think. I don't know. No, that was a different time. All right. And then 2016, he was arrested for open warrants. The one that was included for that armed robbery and then a false imprisonment. Then he was sentenced to house arrest in 2016. And it was also like a community service and anger management and all this other shit. And then he was detained on warrants in 2016 and people were screaming free Kodak. And then uh, he was sentenced in a St. Lucie country uh, case. So he was sentenced to 120 days in prison after pleading no contest to uh, the marijuana charge and then uh saint lucie uh county i'm sorry not country florida um he had uh, some kind of marijuana paraphernalia thing and then he was extradited in 2016 to south carolina because uh let me see here um it was a criminal uh sexual misconduct case he got going on there and then um let's see here on that sexual conduct charges, he, he was freed because he posted 100, 100 rack bond. And then 2017, he violated his house arrest. And then again, he uh, he actually obtained permission to work with rappers with criminal records. Um, and then in 2017, later on in South Carolina, he was actually indicted for first degree criminal sexual conduct. And. Um, Something happened with him and a teenager at a Comfort Inn Suites back in 2016. And then he was ordered to pay child support, which was $4,200 a month until 2033. And then he was arrested for weapon possession and neglect of a child in 2018. And then three of them charges got dismissed. And then let's see what else. Then he was sentenced to like one year in jail um, in 2018. And then that's when niggas was screaming free Kodak and all this other shit. Because he served uh, a few months. I think it was like seven months or some shit like that. Then he got off probation. And then he was filling out the paperwork wrong to buy some more guns. And then the feds was just like, yo, we fucked. The federal judge was like, I'm fucking tired of you. And so he sentenced him to like 46 months in uh, prison. So this nigga about to do almost four years in prison. Because the nigga just don't learn. And he even said in a song, um, he said, I was a good kid. I just didn't have no guidance. And I forgot what song that was. Um, It might have been that Can I when he uh, remade uh, Drake and Beyonce's Can I. um, When he was uh, flowing on that and he was saying, "I, I I was a good kid. I just didn't have no guidance. I'm like, this nigga, man, it's like the people around him was just vultures. You know what I'm saying? Just like, oh, let me just get my little money up off this little dusty nigga and then going about my way he didn't have no og try to talk some sense into him then he was remember when nipsey died rest in peace he was talking greasy talking about he's gonna slide up with uh lauren london you know what i'm saying being a shoulder she could cry on and all this other shit nobody checked him on that nobody in his crew i mean other rappers were checking him on that but he just th- that nigga just don't fucking learn the nigga just don't learn and i think up until this point he he just thought it was going to be okay I can just post bond you know they just keep you know pushing trial dates back you know and all this other shit I'll just keep doing community service and the federal judge just looked at that that timeline and like yo now you're going to do some serious time you know because you up here playing around because before the longest I think he did was like 7 months out of a year bid in jail and I think that was in county he was in there but this time I think he going to being a federal penitentiary for almost four years that don't make no damn sense. i don't like to see a black man get locked up but god damn how many fucking second chances do you need my nigga like you just do not fucking learn like you out here being like a grown-ass black dentist the menace but you grown and you black so there's real life consequences like you can't just be out here just wilding like that especially when you're a high-profile rapper My nigga, you gotta just... I hope he calmed down when he comes out in these almost four years. But for right now, you gotta hold this L. And let that be a lesson. Don't be running around here like you Teflon. You get off once, and you straighten the fuck up or you get smarter about how do you fucking move. You win. Perfect. All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes, we have to give it to the brother Leo Lewis II of good old black omaha nebraska uh for um actually taking over leadership of the malcolm x memorial foundation so that's up there off of uh 34th and evans and um yeah the, he um the brother does some good work up there and i'm i happy um i've been knowing this brother since i was super young i'm happy for him to uh become uh you know the president of the memorial foundation for malcolm x and uh i just you know i just want to see him take it to new heights um i know they have the um what is it the 101.3 mind and soul fm uh, radio station inside of there and they talk about issues that affect uh, black uh, omaha and i appreciate that um they have the um the soul festival you know uh where they have you know soul food but like healthy soul food and music and things like that going on and the community garden and uh so i just love to see that and i will post in the link um in the show notes a links where y'all can donate to the uh, malcolm x memorial foundation hopefully y'all can just i mean five dollars will help out and it's actually the birth site of uh malcolm x so that's where the memorial foundation is um so i just i was excited to see that brother on the cover of the reader magazine so i had to pick that up that's a local magazine here um in omaha that does um stories about uh movers and shakers in the city so i I love seeing him and the rest of the board members on uh the cover of the reader which was a beautiful thing and i'm just excited for this brother to you know really um kind of walk that path because i know uh brother malcolm would be proud of this man for turning his life around and leading this foundation so nothing but re- love and respect to uh my man leo out there and uh hopefully i can get him on the show um, i know he's pretty busy right now um but you know i'm gonna shoot him an email and uh see if we can uh talk about what's happening with the memorial foundation and uh see what the listeners can do to help out all right so moving on to the last segment of the show health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth so we're gonna do something a little bit different on health over wealth um we're gonna give you some powernomics political action steps right now we're seeing uh a lot of black folks are becoming uh, politically mature right now. And there's a little bit of a riff um, between uh, what we're going to call ourselves and uh, some, just some silly shit, uh, you know, between uh, ADOS, American Descendants of Slaveries and foundational black Americans. Uh, my thing is we just need to get on the same page politically on how we're going to vote and how we're going to vote as a block that's that's the main thing that i'm worried about i don't care about what y'all calling yourselves but we shouldn't be uh politically um holding to a certain group like the democrats or the republicans Uh, we actually should create our own political entity we should create our own political party we have enough black voters in the united states to do that um, and I, I was excited to see that, you know, black folks were getting on the same page about, you know, their lineage and being, you know, bringing issues to the light of uh, that's impacting us, that's affecting us. But now it looks like uh, niggas is arguing about what they gonna call themselves and if it's a lineage or if it's a group and all this other bullshit um we just need to be on the same page politically i don't care what we call ourselves we can call ourselves the black water bottles of of north america i I just don't care we just have to be on the same page and have these politicians take us seriously right because i mean either we're going to create a super pack or we're going to create a voting block it's it's either or you know what i'm saying because i mean looking like trying to combine that together that would make a super powerful a super powerful political entity here in the united states but i don't know it's just i mean, i know black folks get real funny style with money we, we really do so if we take these political action steps you know maybe we can learn to start trusting each other and not be so funny about money because we can start using this money to empower you know our communities and getting these politicians to work for us so dr claude anderson wrote wrote this amazing book Poweronomics. i keep it by my bed um you know i thumb through it all the time just to make sure that i'm i'm staying the course and you know trying to be you know politically smart and economically aware of what's going on here in america this book was written was it late 90s early 2000s i think it was the late 90s it came out and uh it's still a lot of good relevant information that can be used today so these political action steps you know he has out in the chapter seven of powernomics and the first one it says promote group self-interest and use political acts to empower black america so the first part is promote group self-interest um that's what we're doing right now you see with the whole ados fba hashtags going on right now it started off strong right now and he's this past what week is since the new york times article came out it just got real goofy style you know what i'm saying with um you know so-called influencers you know just really kind of bickering back and forth and making all these useless youtube videos you know what i'm saying um it's it's one of those things where you're just like damn it just took one article to come in and then it's now it's just splintered off either you know what i'm saying you if you're riding with ados which is i guess they're turning it into a uh i guess uh organization but the dangerous thing about turning it into an organization is it can be co-opted you know you can get some agents in there and uh you can get some people in there to kind of dissipate the en- energy by you know passing out nigger trinkets you know all kind of debauchery and all other kind of silly shit and then you got on the other hand you got fba which is saying that we're non you know it's a lineage and it's a leaderless movement the code is the leadership and you know, the same as ADOS should've what ADOS should've been and it's just the bickering back and forth and useless YouTube videos and it just got is the energy is just focused on the wrong thing. That's what I feel personally. But before all this, before the New York Times article, it was great because we were promoting group self interest. You know what I'm saying? We were, you know, catching a lot of flack. Um, foundational black americans ados american descendants of slaves uh were catching all kind of hell from you know non-ados non-fbas um you know black folks who migrated over here later on um but we kind of differentiated ourselves just saying hey you know going back to claude anderson he used to call us native black americans because he calls us his late one of his later speeches is exceptional people and it talks about how black americans foundational black americans ados i'ma just interchange them um how we're an exceptional people because nobody has experienced what we experienced in north america so our claim our claims to the you know the federal government is different than any other group so we need to pull ourselves up out of the uh minority category right so we were doing a great great job with the promoting um group self-interest and bringing it to the forefront especially with these democratic um these democratic uh presidential candidates and um The political action number step number two is challenge immigration laws and public policies that have forced black people to become this nation's only non-immigrant and permanent minority. And uh, the first part of it says black Americans must mobilize at the grassroots and challenge this nation's immigration policies, which force them to be the only planned permanent and voluntarily involuntary minority in a social democracy that operates on the premise that the majority will win and rule and the minority will lose and be ruled Um, wealth and power follow the numbers. Um. so yeah challenge immigration laws I know a lot of times we out here hooting and hollering and dancing and you know for for DACA and for the dreamers and all this other shit and a lot of times there's so many stories Um, like when we start seeing the waves waves of um, uh, Mexicans coming over here Hispanics Latinos Latinx um, folks coming over here and that you know that kind of pushed a lot of like especially down south they pushed a lot of black folks out of jobs who were basically um you know working for factories and companies down there and corporations and then they got pushed out for cheaper labor for you know they got undercut you know by you know uh people who were here uh illegally you know what i'm saying and didn't know any better as far as um the labor laws and things of that sorts all right and um there's there was an article what was it about a best western there was something about a hotel and it was talking about how i think i think it was a hotel and it pushed out black folks um to hire you know um folks who were here illegally and um, they did it in, in such a slick way that they started letting people go and then um, they found out that they were hiring people up under the table um people who were here illegally and basically you know um having them make a hourly wage that was way less than the former black employees i'm gonna have to find that story i think it was a hotel Uh, i can't remember but uh this this story broke out about a month ago month or two ago but anyways the political action step number three It says use vertical integration, integration in politics like the old political ward system to deliver services and direct benefits to black communities. It says a form of vertical integration must be applied to politics in order to position black Americans to gain access to higher socioeconomic ground vertical integration will give black americans a vertical structure or channel that allows public office holders to deliver constituency services directly to black voters okay um it's just basically just saying that we need to be moving vertically that's what it is a vertical integration system like top to bottom you know what i'm saying bottom to top that's basically what it's breaking down um man it's just he just gave us this blueprint so long ago and we don't we don't even fucking use it we don't we don't at all um, you know, and it says that black wars can be built around, you know, maintaining family, and community ties, pooling and sharing resources. That's the main thing. We just have to really trust each other when it comes to, you know, sharing resources. And it also says exercising competitive self-interest in the marketplace and mutual obligation between uh, black people. Um, ward systems can create vertical links between public office holders and black voters for delivery of services. So just basically just keeping them holding them accountable and political action step number four says support a national network of black research institutes to collect data advocate for and craft group based how to win political strategies and that's that's a huge one A national network of black research institutes to collect data and i think his is the only one is like the harvest institute and um and he says the principal goals, you know, of a black American national intellectual network, you know, the goals are to provide research to black public officials, help the 20 most populated black communities to develop plans to, re- to rebuild communities and to practice group politics and economics, bring about economic and political self-sufficiency and competitiveness, competitiveness, apply the research principles and strategies of the Powernomics National Plan and to develop prescriptive solutions for black America establish new forms of institutional leadership and that's huge because some of this institutional leadership is nothing but tokens um and bought and paid for negroes um link knowledge to power by bringing together scholars strategists and researchers researchers um establish an electronic information network within black america um i I feel like twitter is kind of like that like the um info network but it's so many people and like youtube but it's so many times like eagle gets involved and then um the websites that we do deal with or the applications that we deal with you know if you start kicking that reel they'll start you know uh turning off your channel they'll start um suspending your accounts and shit like that um another uh principal goal um is develop public policies and programs to aggregate capital and stimulate vertical, integrated black-owned enterprises within black communities, uh, promote group accountability, unity, and optimism. Um, Let's see, what else? Political action step number five, create a daily national print and electronic news talk show network that offers black political perspectives on domestic and international events. That's a huge one right there we do need some more black media. I feel like right now you have different podcasts YouTube channels and things of that sort. that's the new black media um, that old school print ad um, you know being on TV it's just nothing but bought and paid for Negroes up there who basically are vying for a polit- uh, political position you know a cabinet position with the next you know president of the United States um too many of them you know they'll get in front of a presidential candidate and start asking you know what do you think of the new popeye's chicken sandwich or what do you think of these two rappers just some real silly goofy shit uh that we really don't need so that's why it's so important for you know black folks to support you know different youtube channels and um also you know uh, different podcasts um you know radio shows you know um, local radio shows so you can always check out there's a website um called podcast in which basically um barry she has a whole um you know index of black Podcasts, you know in different categories political entertainment sports uh, you know news just everything so that's one thing that we are seeing and this is kind of one of the reasons that I wanted to start a podcast just because there ain't too much black media out there and political action number six says establish national political debates issue forums, and conventions for politicians seeking black votes this is huge right here And, you know, so it's basically just saying just hold, you know, a town hall um, where it's just, you know, politicians seeking black votes and they should be asked the following questions. And already I think I broke down these political action steps way back on, like, one of the first, very first podcasts I did. It's so way, way back, I think, even in the single digits. So it's just a refresher. But it says, You should ask the following questions Do you recognize and understand the nature of the race problem in America? Will you take steps to secure long overdue reparations for black Americans? what other wealth income and business producing programs or public policies does the candidate intend to create to advance black entrepreneurship what specific amount of money does the candidate pledge to allocate into black communities during their term in office how many black millionaires that have the powernomics vision do they promise to make by midterm of their office seems some valid ass questions right there um political action number seven says block vote uh block vote based upon quid pro quo agreements between politicians their parties and black people that is something for something you know what i'm saying so many times they tell us to vote just because you know our ancestors got hit in the head with a rock and all this other shit and because of the civil rights act um you know you should be voting for somebody that's going to do something for you and your community we got to stop with that bullshit just to be voting just to be voting you know what i'm saying voting to help other groups because those other groups don't vote to help your black ass all right political action number eight is mobilize a reparations movement to place black Americans in a status equal to American Indians with legal claims on the expropriation of labor property and life all right and it says throughout and he also broke this down and there's so many times when people like it's so long ago it happened so fucking long ago but you know, political and legal systems have compensated injured parties, including white indentured servants. I already broke that down, like with the Irish, and they say Irish were slaves, they were indentured service and they got freedom dues, which was like uh guns, money, and land. Okay, southern slaveholders, they got monetary reparations and approximately one billion acres of land. Japanese got billions of dollars in the point four program. Germany got billions of dollars in the Marshall Plan. Uh, Japanese Americans, I'm sorry, Japan got billions of dollars in the point four program. The Japanese Americans got billions of dollars in reparations for World War II and in internment. Then Jews uh, got billions of dollars for the German Holocaust survivors. And American Indians got billions of dollars in land, cash, payments, and public assistance. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean... It, it's due. I mean, I just hate that we're just up here bouncing back and forth. Um, you know, what what do we call ourselves? FBA, ADOS, and just this petty, just dumb shit. But it is what it is. Um, let's see here. And it and then he broke down just how Indians are getting benefits. They go back centuries. And, you know, um, you know, when people start bringing up that reparations argument that, you know, how do we do it? It's been so long ago. And it's just like, get the fuck out of here. But um, political action step number nine is use electoral voting options to bypass elected officials and political institutions. Uh, One of the biggest failings, uh, biggest political failings of black America over the last half a century is that it has been too quiet. The majority society. Um, began implementing its benign neglect policy in the early 1970s this public policy which declared black americans an obsolete and abandoned labor force shifted white society's moral commitments from blacks to gender class ethnic and language groups Um, Blacks, seemed politically paralyzed by this unexpected shift with black leadership leading the shift then later seeking to ally with the new class minorities that they had created a problem arose so that's true That's true. Um, Let's see. In any competitive environment, an individual group that is non-competitive is sure to become extinct. Um, Black Americans are leaderless for all practical purposes. Black Americans must uh, again become active and force those holding public office to be responsible to the needs and concerns of black people. So this is basically just saying just be specific because right now they have us grouped with every with minorities and you know what a minority is in america it is anybody that's not a straight uh, able-bodied white man that's that's it it's anybody in america that's not a straight a straight able-bodied white man and there's a number of uh, special voting rights that are tools we can use um to accomplish our political will such as uh voter referenda initiatives recalls and public hearings selective withdrawal of patronage lawsuits and ballot right hands so we really have to, you know, use our political powers. You know, if you have somebody that's on that bullshit, that's pretty much what Dr. Anderson is saying. So political action step number 10 is compete with the two major political parties by forming a national black independent party as an alternative voting channel. That's pretty self-explanatory. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's there. We just have to unite and it's, it's, we just have to be on that same page um political action step number 11 initiate a national leadership uh, renaissance for empowerment oriented black um leadership so many of our so-called black leaders are bought and paid for um political action step number 12 adopt a public code of conduct for group accountability all right um so we had a few of those in here this uh, public code of conduct so it denounced blacks who displayed inappropriate behavior staged public protests and staged public protests and label them sambos Ostr- ostracized blacks who demonstrate inappropriate behavior and impose social political and economic sanctions on them uh and impose social political and economic sanctions on them and remember i talked about this before blacks uh black folks need to create a system that rewards and punish those right and socially right um publicize the inappropriate behavior some community activists circulated flyers and placed pictures of offending blacks on yard signs posters and walls of shame present uh hayward shepherd awards to those who practice inappropriate behavior hayward shepherd was a black man who tried to warn the town of harper's ferry of john brown's arrival in town to free the black slaves brown's raiders killed him but whites honored shepherd with a monument opposed uh, contract awards jobs political uh appointments or public recognition to those who exhibited inappropriate behavior uh, patterns and that's and that's true that's true somebody goes off code you gotta publicly shame them um and i think that is it i think that's it for the political action steps so let me keep thumbing through yeah that's that's pretty much it so that's that's just a word from uh, dr anderson and the powernomics book it has a a whole other you know amazing uh it has like uh questions that you can ask public officials and things of that sort so if y'all please pick up dr anderson's book powernomics and don't get caught up in this um nonsense of people bickering and arguing online between fba um um and you know ados and just you know all this youtube videos back and forth don't get caught up in that bullshit uh we really just have to focus on the needs of black folks i just feel like that fba ados shit just bickering back and forth is like what are we gonna call ourselves you know what i'm saying that's that's what i feel like the gist of it is um so just focus on your people your community get your money thrive and just do right by people that's all it is so nothing but love and respect for y'all out there this has been episode 168 of do rags and boat shoes and i will see y'all next week all right one you know i love y'all